I get the question all the time, how do you pre-screen guests? A lot of people talk about pre-screening guests when it comes to short-term rentals and Airbnbs. They want to keep those bad guests out, but they have no idea how to pre-screen them, what to ask, what to send to the guests. Well, we're going to talk about that today, right now on the Fearless Investor Podcast. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain, you have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. All right, guys, I've got four really easy steps to accomplishing this goal today of pre-screening guests. But before we do, do you know about our free resources? The Airbnb Masterminds Facebook group, which has over 35,000 members. This thing is crazy big and growing like bonkers right now. So make sure that you add yourself to that free group because there's tons of value going around there. And then also just check out our website, fearlesskyle.com. It's got a lot of great information, including our free Airbnb profit calculator right there on the homepage. You can download it. You can know if you've got an Airbnb deal or an Airbnb dud. I really, really, really am excited about this topic today, because if we're talking about pre-screening guests, we're talking about keeping bad guests out. We're talking about reducing our headaches, re reducing all of the claims that we have to do with Airbnb and all that time that you spend on support with Airbnb or VRBO, or, or maybe you're doing direct bookings and you're even just tired of you know guests just calling you about all these things. So or, or you having to call guests and, and call them out on things. And so what I'm gonna start with is a story and that story is that in my first year in Airbnb, I was filing claims what felt like left and right. I only had five or six properties that first year, and I must have filed about 40 claims overall. That was like, if you do the numbers, that's somewhere around like one or two claims per property per month. Like that's wild, right? That's way too much. Now, today, with this same pre-screening process that I'm going to give you for absolutely free, um, you, you can get the same results as me, which is now I get about one or two claims every, instead of month on a property, like six to eight months on a property. I love that ratio a lot better. It keeps my team, um, it keeps the overwhelm away from my team. And it also allows us to be able to focus on the things that matter, which is finding more properties, making more money in this business. So what I'm going to give you right now is the four ways to be able to do that. The very first way before we even like the first three things I'm going to talk about here aren't even talking about what to say to the guests. It's really about having your systems in place, having your things in place before we even get that request from a guest. So the very first thing is, do you have all your security devices up and running? The biggest one that I suggest is the ring doorbell front door. Um, it can be either the ring doorbell or a ring camera or some sort of camera where you have access on your phone to where it's recording when there is motion. Uh, and then also having some sort of in the property uh, security device is definitely helpful. I personally um, don't use them because my thought is, well, if they're creating havoc in the property, it's already too late. I'm now reacting instead of being proactive. And so to me, what I'm going to show you today, yeah, if you want to have 
uh, a noise aware, which is going to literally show you, um, hey, you know, the, the decibels at this house are getting a little too high. I wonder if they're having a party and it's going to alert you. At that point, um, you know, if you want to have that just for peace of mind, that's great for me. I don't necessarily need that because again, I'm trying to be proactive rather than reactive. Uh, so that's the first thing, having your security devices up and running um, for, you know, if you have a pool in the backyard, I always, you know, say just for safety and in case of liability, a, a camera back there, but making the guests aware of it is always a good idea too. Uh, but at least having that one at the front door or at the front of the property. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you got to get your house rules right. And what do I mean by that? I mean that you have to have those down so um, to the T that if a guest is thinking about breaking any of those rules, they see that and they're going to go on to the next person who's maybe a little bit more lenient. Um, I include in my house rules and what I would include in yours as well is a few different policies. What is your party policy? What is your noise policy? Is there a certain time that you uh, say, hey, if there's a noise complaint, you know, you're going to be fined a certain amount. Um, the, the smoking policy, that's a big one. Is, is smoking allowed in or on the property? If it is at what is there is there a designated smoking area or is it um, not allowed at all even in the neighborhood even if you walk towards the end of the neighborhood no smoking allowed you need to really have that down to the t owner has the right or manager has the right to ask the guest for an id and the name of all the guests that's a really important one so if a guest is planning on booking and they see you know oh i got to send my id I'm not the person that is, you know, has made the profile red flag. I'm going to go book with someone else because, yes, that does happen. A lot of people will do that. Um, any other policies, the small ones that, you know, make a big difference for you? Pets, shoes, mail, parking, anything about the property that needs special attention or care that you need to bring to that person's attention? Make sure it's in the house rules. And every single one of these rules has to have some sort of fee attached to it. And it needs to be an intimidating, scary, oh my gosh, I'm running the other way type of fee. And for me, I like to use at least $500 on a lot of these. For the smaller ones, I'll use more like $50 to $100, especially like a late checkout, that kind of stuff. Um, so having those in the house rules, which is public information for the guests, is going to be really, really important. Now, I know what you're thinking, well, Kyle, not everyone looks at the house rules before they book with us. Right. Okay. That's fine. What we're going to do, though, is we're going to, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to hold on to that one. We're going to wait until, until the fourth one. Um, number three. Okay. So first, we talked about the security devices. Number two, we talked about your house rules. Number three, we're now talking about defining your guest avatar. And what do I mean by this? Um, this, this is actually really high level training that I'm only going to do a very surface level on right now, because I think it's something that you really have to take a lot of time and sit down and think about what are the traits, the characteristics of that guest that you want. But what I'm going to just talk about is at the end of the day, who do you feel comfortable um, allowing in your house. And if they don't fit that avatar, that very specific avatar, just don't allow them in. Um, and I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, that sounds like, you know, you're being uh, really restrictive to some sorts of people. Well, no, not necessarily. It's just the fact that our house is set up a certain way for a certain kind of person. And if you're not that kind of person, we may not be a good fit for you. I'll give you a good example. If you're set up as a business professional, you got a lot of desks, you got a lot of high Wi-Fi, you got a lot of maybe like um, 
uh, I know people that have literally like one of their rooms is dedicated to like a meeting room for an Airbnb, like business professional company coming in, which is awesome. Now think about this. Uh, family wants to book and it's 12 and eight of them are kids under the age of six. Do you think you want kids running around and, you know, trashing that place, knocking down TVs off of the wall, um, you know, scratching desks, all that stuff that you've set up for business professionals is now being compromised by someone that was not in your avatar. Uh, that's one example. Another example that I'll just give you that we use we don't allow for any large gatherings. I don't care if you tell me you're going to give me an extra $1,000. Um, a lot of people love doing that. I don't do that. Uh, even if it's just as something as an innocent baby shower. Hey, we've got 40 people coming over for a baby shower. You know, we all don't drink. Uh, we don't smoke. No one, you know, has any pets coming over. Sorry, it's a no-go for us. And here's why. It's just a headache for all of our neighbors to see all of those cars parked, they might block some of the driveways. And then we get angry calls from neighbors. It's just not worth it for us because we like to hold on to the, um, the reputation that we have with our neighbors. So that's a hard no for us. So you have to have these, these hard no's, these stops, because you have really designed an avatar of the kind of person that you are going to let in your house. Okay, so that's number three. So I guess, you know, the big things there to take away Think about the, the reason for their stay. Think about the number of people. Think about maybe even age. Um, if you are a high, you know, like if your process of getting people checked in is really like high technology, they need to download apps, they need to be able to be, you know, uh, tech savvy. And then you get, you know, no offense, you know, grandma and grandpa want to get away for a couple weekends. Maybe that's not the best fit. And again, that's not anything against uh, the generation. It's just simply, you know, you, you got to make sure you ask them, hey, you know, you're going to have to download an app. You're going to have to do this. Are you tech savvy? So whether it's grandma and grandpa or, you know, a, a 20 year old age doesn't really matter. What matters is, are they tech savvy? Are they, you know, so those are some types of things that you want to think about when you're defining your avatar. So that's the first three. Now, the last one, the pre-screening of your guests. This is what you came to this, this uh, content for, right? Um, you have to now take all these things that you've set up from your security devices, your house rules, and that avatar, and then you need to really combine it into your pre-screening method. And it's really simple, guys. This is so like everyone is like, oh my gosh, you must have a really complex pre-screening process. I really don't. Here it is. If they have, first of all, you need to set your pre-qualifications on instant book. If you don't have instant book on, you're losing out on a lot of money. Um, but having instant book on, and it needs to say recommended by other hosts. So that's the first thing. That's the first way we're pre-screening. If they have not been recommended, or if a host has said, I do not recommend this person, they are not allowed in. So zero reviews and people with bad reviews are automatically not going to be allowed to instantly book with us. Then I would say if they have, let's say, you know, less than five stars, so a 4.5 or lower, or if they have three reviews or less, then you have to pre-screen them with these very simple three questions. And of course, it's introduced in a hi, how are you looking forward to, um, you know, hosting you, yada, yada, yada. But if you can, please, number one, let us know the reason for your stay and give us some detail too. Number two, 
please confirm that you understand there is a security device at A, B, and C location. This is for your security or our security, your safety. Uh, we do not monitor this uh, 24 seven. This is just something that it's just in case something happens. Okay, that's number two. And then number three, please read and confirm that you agree to every single one of the house rules. And so when they go and they do this, they realize, hey, okay, I'm, I'm planning on having a party. I'm going to tell them that, you know, I'm in town for, I don't know, a business convention. Yeah, maybe I can get away with lying about that. But oh my gosh, they got a security device at the front of the property. I'm not going to be able to get around that. That records audio, video. They're going to see the 23 plus people coming in the house. I'm not going to be able to pass by that. And oh, wow, there's a $500,000, fine for these noise complaints after 9 p.m., I'm going to just go find someone who doesn't care as much who I can maybe book with and get around all that. You're going to find that this is exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be such a relief for you. So those are the four ways. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, Kyle, what is, what is your actual template look like? What do you actually say to these people? You gave me the idea, but you don't really, you know, you, you need that template now. Well, I have that for you, but I also want to ask you another question. What if you could increase your income and reduce your headache on all of your properties. Um, if I know there's a lot of you that are listening and you're overworked, or maybe you're a new host that doesn't want to be like those overworked hosts. Uh, maybe you have one or two properties, or even like I said, zero properties. And maybe you don't have the tools, you don't have the people, you don't have the know-how to automate your properties. Um, if that's you, then what I definitely want to encourage you to do is check out our Airbnb Kickstart Operator course. It's a side course from my Airbnb Kickstart course that is just for people like yourself that are trying to avoid that overwhelm that are trying to, you know, maybe you're doing this as either like, you know, it's a retirement thing and you're on vacations all the time, or maybe you got a full-time job and you don't have that time to go and put all this time into your one or two properties. You need that, that know-how to how to get the tools, the technologies, the people, the systems to make this completely or as completely as, as possible passive for yourself. So what I want you to do, if you're on this podcast right now, if you're listening to this podcast, all you got to do is go to fearlesskyle.com and right there in the Airbnb tab, you're going to see the Airbnb Kickstart Operator course. You can go and take a look at it. It's going to give you all the details of this course. So I hope you'll go check that out because honestly, guys, the first year of me doing business in Airbnb, the biggest thing that I didn't know about was how to get those technologies going. And I was underpriced. I was manually responding to all these guests. Uh, my team was doing a lot of things manually that they didn't need to be doing. Tasks were being assigned manually. There was just a lot of, you know, in our phones and, and eyes on the phone at all times because we were afraid we were going to miss things. Whereas when we finally got all those systems and technologies set up, man, life was just so much easier. So hopefully you'll go check that out. As for now, go out, implement this four ways. And if you find great results with it, let me know how it goes. If you're on the podcast, leave a review, letting us know how it went. But if you're on the YouTube channel, make sure you comment with your results on this video. That's it for now, though, on the Fearless Investor YouTube channel and podcast. We're helping you to conquer the world of investing.